0: Good
1: evening, everyone, and welcome to the second hour of our two-hour Ghost Chronicles radio with Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kork, still here, and with me, my co-host, the blonde bombshell herself, and Kerrigan.
2: Hey, everybody. How are you doing? (laughs) Uh, Nice to be here tonight, and uh, hi.
1: Yeah, so we haven't seen each other in studio for quite a while, have we? Oh,
2: my God. I don't I don't so we haven't seen each other since February.
1: That's a good thing though, right?
2: Oh, I miss you.
1: Oh, you do? Oh, okay. I, I thought it I thought it'd be a relief.
2: <laughs> well, I still talk to you every week. Come yeah. on. Come on now. Anyway. But now I do miss you and I miss doing our live shows and uh I hope that Soon we can get back to doing them because studio is open again. So,
1: yeah, well, we need
2: to get back on the uh, back on the stick there.
1: Pretty Baron hot Nelson. doing it with the freaking mask on.
2: No, we'll sit six feet apart. We can do that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
1: Inside, I don't think so. Yeah, we can. I said I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe you missed <laughs> that part. Oh, I don't go in any any location without a mask. So there you go.
2: Okay, well okay. then. You can wear a mask. We'll both wear a mask. There you go. Anyways, it'll
1: sound like... Burr, 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 we can do it okay. outside. Be no problem. All right. Get I'm up in. with that. Anyway, so we have, we have somebody joining us tonight uh, who was supposed to be on last week until we had that big scare. And then uh, she's with us tonight. So there you go. <laughs> anyway, she is... Nicole, and you realize I will never ever be able to uh,
2: say it. It's her. not that hard.
1: Come on. I can't say it. I tried already. DeAndrea. What is it? Is right. that what it is? <laughs> are we right, Nicole?
3: It's Deandria, but it doesn't really matter. I mean,
2: uh, you know what? Most, I have those yeah. long a's. I ah, uh, I have an ah, uh, but I know most people in New England are like eh. <laughs> well i, I grew up sound- in massachusetts so i hear you yeah I uh, right we're making you sound exotic d'andrea okay yeah she
1: is she is exotic <laughs> she is exotic i read it on the website she curses like a sailor
2: <laughs> i do
3: i'll try to keep that to a minimum
1: that's all right that's what you have the bleep button for
2: We get along well then okay so <laughs>
1: Anyway, thank you for joining us tonight, and sorry about last week uh, I, I do apologize for that.
3: That's oh, okay. Thank you guys for having me. It's been so long you know i've I've been in Florida now for five years, and I really, really miss coming to the study group and you know hearing all your wild stories and it's just it's not the same down here.
2: oh, Aww. Aww. no fun Lizzie down was, in Florida. My friend Lizzie I moved mean, to Florida and she hates it, <laughs> so she moved well, to Georgia. <laughs>
3: Oh, I love people do that, or they move to North Carolina after this for some reason. Yeah, that's
2: for my son. So
3: what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> I
1: don't know. What do you want to
0: talk
1: about? Yeah. I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Anyway, no, uh, Andrea, for those who don't know, is is also an intuitive, and she also has a cool little blog called what, Ann? uh
2: Confessions of a Spirit Messenger. That is her, her. Her dot com. That's her website.
1: Thank you. Welcome. Oh. So, Andrea, when? Did, so, when did you first realize that you had this ability, and how did it manifest itself?
2: Oh, Ron. that's a great question. Um, Ron, she's Nicole. Well, it's Nicole, but that's what? okay.
1: What did I say?
3: <laughs> you call me Andrea.
1: See, now he's I'll practicing
3: feel. it in his head,
1: oh, really? so he's trying to so, yeah. <laughs> Who, who, who's Andrea? d Andrea Wait a minute there might be a spirit trying to connect with me. Andrea, <laughs> you there? I Andrea? think you're just old. And
2: can't remember her name oh. Yeah
1: that's, that's oh, more man. like it. That's more like it. Oh so
3: okay. Well Nicole anyway. Nicole Yes, that's me. Yes. Um, you know, I had experiences when I was really young. But, you know, I tr- and I tried to tell my parents, you know, something's going on, but they just thought I didn't want to go to bed. So, <laughs> you know, I guess that's normal. Um, but, you know, yeah, as time child. went on, it just I had to just keep telling myself it wasn't real. It wasn't real. It wasn't real. And then fast forward, like, many years, I was in college, and I came across a really great medium who's up actually in that area. Um, I think she might live in Rainham now, and her name is Jackie Waitkiss. And she was giving a reading to my family, and all of a sudden comes over to me and's is like, um, you do what I do. I'm like, oh, no, mm-mm, no, mm. I don't do that. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you do. We need to talk. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great, yeah. So <laughs> I felt really caught, you know, really embarrassed. And she gave me a few exercises to do. She's like, you know what? here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have you call this person who's a friend of mine, who's really, really nice. She won't be mean if you're wrong. <laughs> she's like, so don't be afraid. And she, she had me call this woman who I had no idea who she was, never seen her, never heard of her before in my life. And she's like, just do your thing. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't even know how I do my thing. I just It just happens. And she's like, so just see what happens. And here I was. I was all the way in Texas at the time. And the woman I was speaking to was in Massachusetts, and I was getting all this information about um, a grandmother who had passed. And I was seeing her, how, what she looked like and all these things, and she's like, yep, yep. And I'm like, really? That's right? That can't be right. This lady's crazy. nah." uh You know, I just really I didn't believe my own gift. And then as time went on, all the things that used to sort of pop into my head, when I started to be more vocal about them and more brave about them, they all come out accurate. And I'm like, there's Ooh. no way. This is I, I'm not one of these people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, funny. So, like you, because I know Ron has had his own experiences with, like, the ghost world and all that stuff. It's like, until it actually happens to you, you know, even then, you're like, wait a second, was that real? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. that's how it started. And uh, from there, it actually gets even weirder. Um, I had got laid off from my corporate job and decided, hey, this is a great time to become a massage therapist. (laughs) So I decided to (laughs) switch careers and become a massage therapist so I be less stressed. And um, that's when really things started to really blow up because I would be working on somebody in a room, you know, low light, quiet, music playing, and information would come, people would start to show up. And I was like, oh my God, this can't be happening. (laughs) But it is. So I just had to accept it at that point. But, um, you know, my earliest experience was when I was eight years old and I saw my grandmother after she passed. She actually came for a little visit and Mm -hmm. nobody told me I wasn't supposed to see her. Oh. You know, so I I just accepted it. You know, I was like, oh, hi, she's okay. Yay, everything's good. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, I started to get the reactions and I was like, oh. So, yeah, it's been a long road, but always I have like a healthy Um, skepticism about my own
2: stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what
3: I mean? Mm -hmm. Yes.
2: That's got to be, it's, I can't imagine like thinking, oh, this is what everybody, you know, this is what everybody sees, right? And then being vocal about it and everybody's like, huh, you crazy. Um, I just can't. (laughs) Um, I don't know how, how you, I would deal with that. No. You know. I don't know how I deal me. with it. I just let it happen.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute, you work with me, so you must know what it's like.
2: <laughs> that
3: just means I have a high tolerance.
1: <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's first time. I, I wanted to correct you on something, Andrew, uh, Nicole. Who is Andrea? Oh, he's Nicole. Is. Where is she coming from? Go away. Leave me alone. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Nicole. Uh, yeah. You said that you had their friend and, and she would call your friend and, and you would read it and you would say it right and wrong. So one thing I've been taught and I teach everyone is that when you get something, there is no right or wrong. That is your impression, whether it's associated with what a person might believe is another thing. But you are getting those beliefs somewhere. And so there is no right and wrong. It's it's whatever's coming, coming. Uh, so uh, right. to me, yeah, so that that's that's kind of a big thing for me. It, it, you know, people, they're reluctant to do any of this work because they're afraid of being wrong. There's such a uh, stigma on it of, of, you know, negativity being like, oh, you're not correct. Well, that's not true. The best mediums, and I mean the best, the best mediums, the best gallery people, are wrong a percentage of the time. Wrong, meaning they have no connection or anything that can be seen. It doesn't mean they're really wrong. Of course, it means that they're getting information that may not be connected to anything, but uh, or connected to people in that room, or whatever, whatever. But, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's, it's such a stigma of that, right or wrong. And the skeptics, that's what they always go for. And, I mean... When you started doing this, did, did you – you had to face skeptics, I'm sure, right?
3: Eh, you know what? Most of the people that that came to what? me were genuine about really wanting to know something.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: They weren't – I didn't get the – I don't know why. I'm blessed that way because God knows I can't handle it. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm just a real sensitive person in general. So, you know, if somebody comes to me and they think it's, it's going to be a sideshow, I won't do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough.
3: Because to me, it's a sacred process, and if you're going to make fun of me while I'm doing it, like you can just leave, right? You know. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're right, and it is very perceptual. So, actually, I have a story I can tell you all about that.
1: And uh, not the spirit, not the spirit world. That's what I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. That didn't come out. That didn't quite come out the way I wanted it. Uh, (laughs) But you know, I mean, there people roll their eyes or whatever, right?
3: I mean, I guess not to me.
1: Oh, there not you go. Me.
3: I haven't had that experience. I don't know why. For whatever reason, the people that find me are—they're supposed to find me.
1: You've been sheltered.
3: I—I <laughs> I haven't had a bad experience. That doesn't mean I've been sheltered. It just means that you know when it's... I follow my guidance, I get what I'm supposed to get. And apparently, that's my task. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. I but I have, have interrupt- been quote unquote wrong. I don't you think
1: want to hear fine. that story. Oh, And then one second. Uh, and I have to ask you a question. Did, did she cut out for us for any particular reason?
2: I heard her cut out. Yes.
1: OK. All right. I just yeah. want to make sure it wasn't me. Yeah. You cut out on us a couple times, times, uh, Nicole. Ooh. so you, you, you just so keep an eye. I don't know if you changed your head or, you know, too many gyrations or whatever. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. <laughs>
3: I'm sitting at the dining room table.
1: (laughs) Okay. So tell us a little bit about the time that you were quotation marked wrong.
3: Oh, yeah. So when I was in Texas, I had found a little group on meetup. And the girls that I had met, they were just all really nice, all really open. And everyone wanted to explore. You know what I mean? So, we decided let's get together and play some games with each other and just see what happens. Well, it was my turn to run a game, so I was like, This week when we get together, everybody get one of those eight and a half by eleven manila envelopes and put a photo in there of one of your people that's in the spirit world. Mm-hmm. And we'll have you know, we'll put them together and then we'll all grab one and see if we can get impressions from it, you know, from touching the folder and then from looking at the picture and see what happens.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And they were like, oh, okay. So, okay, fine. So I get there and, you know, one of our, the one girl who didn't want to participate because she didn't bring something, she was the one who handed out the random envelope. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't know who I'm getting, but I know that it's not the person in this, this, this envelope. I don't know why, but I just knew it right away. And I knew I had, I knew the girls that I had, the girl that was next to me. And I said, hey, um, I started asking her some questions about her grandmother because her grandmother came through loud and clear, you know, very, like, boisterous. And I was like, but that's not who's in your envelope, is it? And she's like, no. And I'm like, she doesn't realize that I know I have her envelope, but I don't even know how I know I have her envelope, but okay. So we get to this place, and I'm like, you know what, Nicole? Do your thing because you know there's no rules. Just whatever you're getting, write it all out. I had a big yellow legal sheet and I started writing the stuff out. I started to get a man and I was like, Ooh, okay. He's telling me all this stuff. But the the thing that was the most clear was he kept showing me himself in a recliner and like with the remote control in his hand and he was reclined. And I'm like, what is this? So long story short, when, when it gets to be my turn, I tell this girl about all of these things and she goes, I have no idea what you're talking about, (laughs) <laughs> Who are you talking about? I said, okay, so he feels like an uncle to me, but I don't know. Like, you know, when I think of my uncle, I get a feeling. So wh- when it comes to my communication, that's how they communicate with me. Like, if I-, I get a feeling when I think of my mom. So when it's a mom, that's the feeling I get. This felt like an uncle to me. And I'm like, okay, this is an uncle. She was like, I still have no idea. I said, okay, I'm going to take- give you this piece of paper. I said, go home. I said, talk to somebody in your family. Because this is somebody. I said, I know from experience there's no way this level of detail is coming out, and this is a nobody. I'm, I can't be making this up. You know, a guy was showing me he had bad feet, and he was wearing slippers all the time because the backs of his feet were always, you know, hard, and they were swollen. And it was just diabetic, heart problems. There was all this stuff coming through. I'm like, this is too much, spe- like, specificity. So right. I waited <laughs> for about a week. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I get a text. Oh, my God, I know who it is. I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> she's like, I know who it is. So she goes, first of all, let me just tell you, I apologize. She said, but my family is all over the country. She said, we only see each other every so many years at family reunions because we're all so spread out. So it didn't occur to me who this was right away, but it's my, it is my uncle. And I'm like, holy, I'm getting like goosebumps just thinking about it now. Just, oh. She's like, yeah, it's my uncle. And I'm like. Okay, awesome. So then all the stuff that she was saying, she went down the list, and it was all checking out. And I'm like, oh, I'm so happy. And then she goes, and the way that he passed away is that he passed away in the recliner with a remote control in his hand. And I was like, oh, oh my God, you have to wow. be kidding me. She's oh. like, no, that's exactly what, what my mom told me or however she asked. And I was like, I, gotta, I go, you got to do this for me. you got to tell the other girls because this is a lesson that you can't be afraid to be wrong. You just uh, got to let it go and see what happens. And that's why with the confessions of a spirit messenger, the confessions part is this is really how it is. Like, you're not responsible for the person to receive the message. You're not responsible for them to understand it. You're just responsible to pass it on. What life it takes after that is not your problem and is not your job anymore. Right.
2: That's
1: so true, that was
3: actually. a giant
2: lesson. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that, that's, that's amazing. And and our friend Leslie Martin, who is a psychic medium, she says that all the time. She's like, you just have to say you no, know, whatever pops into your head, you just got to say it, and it might yeah. sound like the craziest thing you've ever thrown out there, but uh, that's you just that's what you have to do.
1: That's right. When I first started working with Maureen, she would come up with stuff, and you know, it would be an investigation. She'd say, "Oh, vanilla ice cream," and I'm just like. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know, I was almost embarrassed for her. I was like, shh, "Shh, don't say nothing. But she told me that, and sure enough, you know, through, there would be, you know, somebody die by stepping on poor, fell on of ice cream or something. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> uh, there would always be a connection. It was, it was intriguing. So that's the one thing she taught me. From, you know, twenty years ago, is just whatever comes comes, you just say it. And right. the interest, it's- the interesting thing about it too is you never know why you get these messages or who you get these messages from or, or thing. I mean, for instance, we've been doing the red light sands for over six years and we did one a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, we were on the table and we saw this, uh, greyhound and he was like in a stable and we you get some other information, but not too much. It was just a, just a glimpse, just a glimpse. And mm-hmm. I said, Oh, I think I know who that's for. So, uh, the next day, I, I called up my friend uh, who, who I've known for years. We did an investigation on her house and stuff. And I says, "You know, I don't know if this makes any sense, and, and, and it might be for you, but you know, we we saw this this greyhound, and I, and I to be honest with you, I I don't know my breeds of dog, but I think it's a greyhound because it was lanky and and so forth. And it was in a stable. And as soon as I I saw this, I I thought of you. Does that make any sense? Well, she messaged me back, and she said. <laughs> Uh, can I call you? I said, sure. So she, she called and she, what she does is she rescues dogs and the dog had died. And the day we had a seance, and I got goosebumps now the day we had a seance, the seance, the dog's ashes came to the house. So she got the, the dog that died's ashes and she found the dog in a stable, uh, that's how she got the dog originally. Uh, and so it was like she started crying and stuff. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> but it was just a, a little bit of information made absolutely no sense at the time. You know, except to me, I had this just this feeling. And uh, and yet it was an important message because that really meant an awful lot to her. Uh, so, yeah, you, you're absolutely right, Nicole. What Whatever comes out, comes out. And, and you you've got to, you know, just say it. Yep. So, it's a hard yeah.
3: lesson. And, and from most of the people that I've come in contact with, it's funny that they don't really need a reading. What they need is to be with somebody who can listen to them, talk about their experiences,
0: uh-huh. and
3: help them understand, you know, how they're getting their own information. So the scope of what I've been doing changed drastically in the last few years.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It has. It's really was- helping other people.
2: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So what, el- what else are you doing in addition to just, you know, your your psychic abilities, your mediumship? Intuitiveness. Intuitive. Well, Sorry.
3: I'm a singer.
1: <laughs> she is. She's I a saw rich,
3: that. Really good singer.
1: Oh, we sh- <laughs> we should have put, maybe Roy can get a piece of that and put it on the, on the uh, air. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. I should have thought I- of that before.
2: I was going to ask you because I I jumped on face you know I followed your Facebook link which is on your uh, you know attached to your blog
1: and mm-hmm. I'm like
2: oh she sings too
1: Anne's <laughs> got a wedding coming up
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> ooh I don't think you yeah want to come.
2: yeah
3: <laughs> yeah travel up my brothers getting married
2: in January
1: yeah. From Florida, we'll have to uh, quarantine you for 14 days, and then then we'll let you sing for, (laughs) what, half an hour or whatever, and then send you back. Yeah, that worked
2: fine. (laughs) Nicole, you said said someone's getting married in January? That's my brother. He's getting married in January. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make it back up there with all the crazy, but
1: we'll see. Let's hope
2: it changes by then.
1: Yeah, good luck. (laughs) (laughs)
2: body's <laughs> <laughs> September 18th, so we're sweating bullets right here. We just want to get this done. Oh, yeah, that's, that's close.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially since what you, you originally told me it was 150 guests, and you have to pare it down to... 50. <sighs> yep. Oh, no. That's uninvite,
3: hard.
2: You
1: know how many people I'll get insulted people. when uninvite you tell them they can't you. come? Yeah. You have it's, to uninvite people.
2: It's very, very... It's, very difficult.
1: Very traumatic. Lots of alcohol was involved.
2: Yes, it is. Yep.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so you also, uh, uh, I'm not sure the relationship. Are you? You work with a metaphysical store? Or you own a metaphysical physical store? I'm not quite sure uh, of that relationship. Yeah. Um.
3: Well, my one of my friends that I made down here, who's you know, everywhere I go, I got to find the weird people, and uh, I met this woman, Maria. And she owns the Curious Cauldron. So we've done stuff together at her shop, and recently she's moved to the Edison Mall, which is right here in Fort Myers. She's going to have the grand opening on Friday.
1: Nice. Wow. So that's, that's be cool.
0: Uh,
1: give us the name of it again, because we do have people. In fact, John, I know, is from Florida and he's listening right now. Uh, yep. What's the name the, of the place? The Curious Cauldron.
2: That's an awesome Curious. name. I love that. I like
1: that. I do too. Yeah. Curious Cauldron, and it's at the Edison Mall in Fort Myers, Florida? Yep. Okay. Do they have a website? Do you know of?
3: Yep. I think it's com. Let me make sure before I say that, because you take it for granted when you just have it on your favorites. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Let's yeah. See.
1: Yeah, I don't want you swearing on the... Uh, oh, son yeah. of a... That, that was a... <laughs> So, anyways, yeah. uh, while well, she looks it up, uh, today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Mamarack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group in 15 High Street in Dothan, Andover, Massachusetts. And tonight's also is the Curious Cauldron in the Edison Mall in Fort Myers, <laughs> Florida. Yes, yeah, it is the thecuriouscauldron.com dot so check it out. Maybe I'll check it out during the break. But anyway, so uh, what do you do with the store? I mean, you say you work with them. What type of things do you do together?
3: Um, well, if she's given readings, I'll, I'll run the retail part of it for her. Um, basically, we've done some, not classes, but groups, kind of the same thing, like helping people explore how their stuff works or what tools they might best benefit from, like in their – their studies like you know things like pendulums or tarot cards runes we have all that stuff and mm-hmm. if you don't know how to use them you know we can set up a little session for you so you can sit down and you know, can give you some basics and see how it goes
1: right that's so have. helpful yeah. when i
2: first got ron yeah i had to throw this out there immediately <sighs> Ron showed me how to use my pendulum. Oh, shucks. I first got a pendulum. <laughs> uh, but people need to know these things. Like, you can't just pick it up and like, oh, yeah, I know all about this. You know, you do need help.
1: Some people do, by the way. Just pick it up and know all about it.
2: Well, apparently think. I'm not one of them.
1: <laughs> they think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Well, I got, yeah.
2: uh, what do you call it? You
3: know those those um, the things you use, the dowsing rods,
1: Ron? Yeah, L rods, yep.
3: You, I think I got the people that I bought them from, I think you referred me to them because I got the copper ones
0: that oh, those nice. people sold.
3: Yeah. And I've That's since passed true. those on to someone else who can, you know, work with them. But, yeah, it helps a lot. And honestly, like, Maria will say the same thing. We don't want you coming to us every day and asking us questions and, and looking for, like, all these answers. Yes. We want you to <laughs> be able to... Figure out how your stuff works, and then you can get it yourself. You know, like, if every time you see a butterfly, you're going to call me, you're going to be spending a lot of money, and it's not going to probably be worth it for you. You, If you just kind of let yourself, like, sink into that space where you really know what it is anyway. Most of these people, when they ask you a question, they know. Or something else you want people to know about?
2: Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, Get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678.
0: Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the meeting of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, my mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there.
2: And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann, and our very special guest this evening, Nicole DeAndrea.
1: Woohoo! Woohoo! We're back. Ron, we're back. <laughs> Hello. I'm just trying to figure this out. Oh, that, yeah, now now yeah, they just... appeared. How did that appear? And oh, not appear? I, don't I know. have no clue. It Andrea, was... stop it! Andrea, stop it.
2: It must be a two thousand year old computer, Ron.
1: No, this is the brand new one. This is the top of the line one I got. Uh really? okay, so that worked fine. Uh yeah, yeah. thank you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about cutting you <laughs> off, uh, but I did not hey, see it. Okay. Hmm. Mr. RQ. But
2: anyways.
1: Anyway, technology. <laughs> yeah, technology. So when you came up here, where'd you live? Uh Nicole?
3: Uh, I grew up in Medford. Metha. That's
1: it. Metha. Yeah. Yep. And, and I lived there most of my life. And when did you first meet me? <laughs> That's the most important oh, thing. Oh, I met you at uh,
3: <laughs> Circles of Wisdom.
1: Oh, look at that.
3: Um, back when they were in Andover.
1: Oh, Circles of Wisdom. Yeah. Right.
3: Yep. I was uh, working at a corporate job at the time, and I, I saw that you guys had a meetup or something that night where you were going to talk about investigations. And I called my friend, and I said, hey, I'm going to go, and I'm going to win this uh, thing where they say you can you know get a free investigation with them or, like, oh. you get to go on a, a ghost hunt with them. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to win. It's going to be fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so I showed up, <laughs> and you were there, and Karen Mossy was there. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember who else was with us at the time. And when the time came at the end of the night where we all threw our name in the little hat and you pulled it out, it was my name. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I knew it was. I don't know how I knew. I just did. So
1: there you go. And then I got
3: to go to the me. investigation yeah. with you guys up and drink it.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you uh, for. Uh, and, and and believe it or not, she, Nicole, actually listens to the morning show once in a while so uh
2: oh god bless you
1: <laughs> yes god bless you.
2: i was on i yeah. was on it monday it's just you never know you just never know what's going to happen on that show it has absolutely nothing to do with the paranormal
1: oh that's not true that's not true the name really? is those chronicles Morning yeah edition. that's
2: the only thing relative to the paranormal
1: Hmm. If you say I don't so. even
2: know what we talked about the other day, but
1: we, we talked thing. about how the states got their names. That was really important.
2: Yeah, that's ghostly.
1: Yes. We also talked about occult movies.
2: No, classics. not occult. No. cult cult. Are
1: you call what you want. Difference. I call it what I want. Oh, I, I initiated that thing and I'll call it whatever I want.
2: All right, Nicole, don't let these guys suck you into the morning show. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I listen if I have, you know, the time or if I'm
3: not. Uh, for those who know, don't somewhere. know what
1: we're talking about, every Monday at 11 a.m., you can catch us on the good, uh, yeah, the uh, Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition on Facebook. Uh, you can actually watch us, you know, which is scary in itself. Uh, yeah, it's, so check it's it out. Not. <laughs> God bless us.
3: Anyways, it's like short attention God. span theater, though. What was that? That's kind of like short attention span theater. Like it yeah, jumped from much. one topic to another quite a bit. Yeah, pretty
1: pretty much, much. Pretty much.
3: Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Anyway, anyways, uh, so when you did you did an investigation with us, and and you've dealt going gone to other places. Have you had any paranormal experiences other than mediumship? Have you ever seen or witnessed anything? <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, a lot. Especially when I was in Texas. I don't know why, but Texas oh. is, was one of the hauntedest, most haunted places I've ever been in my life.
1: Um, you have to—I I totally didn't hear any of that, so I'm, I apologize. Oh, that's okay.
3: Um, when I was in Texas, I had—I had lived in a couple of haunted apartments. Oh, oh. wow! Yeah, it was really creepy. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but I saw things that did not look human or ghost-like. They just looked like. <laughs> weird and I was afraid because I didn't know what to do I'm like this isn't dead people I don't know what to do with this so of Mm -hmm. course you know get on the internet (laughs) and that's that's when I started delving into things like fairies and the rest of that stuff and um Mm -hmm. I've seen some crazy things one of the cool things that happened though is the girl one of the girls from my group was over at my apartment one day and we were sitting on the couches we were just talking and all of a sudden you know, she looks over, and then she looks back at me, and I was like, what, what? She goes, did you not just see that? I'm like, what? She looked just like somebody just walked right by. I said, yeah, but nobody else usually sees it. <laughs> so <laughs> it was interesting to me because uh, it was like a third-party witness to that. I was like, oh, my God, you saw that too? Yeah. It's, it's really so, – there, there's just things everywhere.
1: So would that be like a residual haunting where it happens all the time?
3: It depends. That one, yeah. But that specific person walking by, that just mm-hmm. used to happen in a loop. So it's just like a thing. It's yeah. just no interaction. There's no consciousness there. It's just like a replay. Um, but other things, other things have happened. Um, man, my whole life has been full of experiences. And now someone asked me, and I can't even think of one like that's That's a good example of it. Um okay. I don't know. Okay, so you guys, you know about, like, Hinduism? Like the Indian religion?
1: Oh, Hinduism? Yeah. Are we talking about (laughs) jinns?
3: No. No, well, you know how they have, like, all the gods and goddesses, and they don't quite look human. Like, some of them have, like, animal parts and stuff. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I randomly saw like one day when I was meditating was what looked like a lion to me. And I was like, I don't know what this is. You guys need to do something here to help me. And it just came back stronger. And I didn't, I still didn't know what it was. And when I went to the store one day to buy some, you know, whole foods or something. And I, I picked up like a yoga magazine. And when I opened it up, I saw the face that I had seen. And it was um, Hanuman from uh, Hinduism. Who's the monkey uh-huh. god? But the way oh, yeah. that the face looked to me looked like a lion. You know,
1: uh-huh.
3: it yeah. has a weird little puffy cheek. Right. And I'm like, well, what was the point of that? <laughs> <Do> you, you <laughs> like, know, you need to know these things exist.
1: So You know, oh, that Ganesha okay. is is one of the gods. He's the yes. the the elephant so with the trunk. Yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. The exactly. Yeah.
1: Do you do you know how he he became? why he uh, looks no, like that. I used
3: that. to know all that stuff.
1: Yeah. the, the uh, He lost his head, so whatever the first thing he would see would became his head, and that was the elephant. Ah. To make it shot, so that's why he has an elephant head. Ganesha. Skanesh, isn't it? Whatever. Whatever. You're asking me to pronounce something, and you well, probably going not trust it? Seriously?
2: Stretch. I'm sorry. It's
1: yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm still I, talking I, to Andrea. Yeah. What do you want? Uh, this is true. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just know from my henna, my henna that that's one of the one of the many things that I can't do in henna. But <laughs> it is a very common symbol.
1: Yeah, right. I have one. It's from, out there. I have one from uh, India that. Uh, I, when I, my fabulous time at Macy's, uh, she, she was an Indian woman that worked there and, uh, she used to go back on vacation every so often. And she went and she came back and brought me one of these statues of, uh, Ganesha or Ganesha or whatever the friggin' name is.
2: Well, you know what? I just, I did just Google it. It's both. There so you go. It's, it's Ganesha or
1: Ganesh. Tomato, 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 you know, tomato, whatever. Tomato, Nicole, yeah. Andrea, you know, it's, it's all the same.
2: Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> uh, Anyways, best, back. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead.
2: It's one of the best known and most worshipped deities in in the Hindu pantheon. So,
1: yeah. It, yeah.
2: either way, it works.
1: Right, you said pantheon. Yes. Okay. I read the book. You never moving
3: think right you're right going to see, and there it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: There it is. <laughs> Anyways, so when uh, when would, would you uh, things down there are, are kind of crazy uh, with this virus thing, and and you are uh, the store is opening this Friday it is uh, I assume they'll, they'll they do precautions at the store.
3: Um, I haven't talked to her about that, but she probably yeah. The mall has everything set up anyway because all the other stores that are open they're all doing the same thing. Right. You know, the, if there's if it's a small enough space, they just won't let that many people come in at once. They'll have someone at the door.
1: Oh, that's how they work. It's it. been
3: yeah. really weird. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. Trust me. Uh, it's it's uh, you know, it's an intriguing time with all this virus going around, and we we talk about you know spirits and and ghosts and and how you know tragic events and and life's cut short. I mean. It, If that's the case, I mean, we're talking close to, uh, what, 800,000 worldwide Uh, people have just died in this past few months. I mean, there must be a lot. You know, do you find there's more activity, or uh, would you think there is more activity?
3: Over the last few months, there's definitely been more activity. A lot of people are losing a lot of – we're losing people, but we're also losing a lot of animals.
0: My true, news true. feed
3: on Facebook is full of people that are losing their pets and I lost my pet last week actually. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's just it's been really crazy. It's like there's a bunch of energy that needs to to have room, so things mm-hmm. are leaving so that that energy can now come in and have a place. Mm. You know, that's oh. the only way that I can explain it.
1: Today's National Dog Day.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I love dogs. It is.
1: Who let the dog.
2: I feel like it's National Dog Day every other month, but it's okay. Because I like my dogs, so You're
1: dog. You're right. Dog. So do you deal with animal spirits at all?
3: Uh, actually, kind of. Yeah, sort of, I guess. Um,
1: I don't say I <laughs> deal with them. That's a good, solid answer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I, have seen, I have seen animal spirits. They have come through, um, and signs. Signs that actually, I got a sign from my my dog that passed. I posted about it on my my Facebook uh, page. Actually, um, it's unmistakable when this stuff happens. You can't explain it. Like, I was at the beach doing one of my gigs where I sing, and I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, there's this weird little ladybug, and it's like crawling all over everything I have. It just back and forth and up and down. And I'm like, what is going on? I, who sees ladybugs at the beach? Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to let it go because I was working the crowd and doing my thing. And then on the way home, I'm like, what is my association with the ladybug? Cause that thing was persistent. That has to be something. And all of a sudden it just popped her right into my head. I just saw a picture of my dog with her ladybug toy. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't believe I didn't know that. How did I not know that in the moment? It was her favorite toy was a stupid ladybug so, so you, you, uh, you get signs you, you
1: you believe you very you must be a big believer in signs then.
3: Uh... yeah only because every time they happen and then the spirit has a way of like smacking you around a little bit you know what i mean <laughs> <No>. like <laughs> if you don't get it or you don't believe something well, they'll throw yeah. it at you three or four different ways, and then you have to just be like, "All right, fine."
2: <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it, this there must be a connection, and and I can attest to this too, I guess, because you know she's had dogs for. Is that when when the pet dies, you have a if you you do see a sign or or or, or, or the or. Messenger, I think you, you you definitely know what it's about. There's a direct connection, pretty much like that greyhound that I I saw. It yeah. was such a that that was a direct connection to it. it why do you think that is? I mean, why do we have such a, a, a tight connection to like, for instance, animals? because it seems to be really prevalent animals versus like humans that you know you, you mention stuff and sometimes and people just don't get it that, you know as a medium, I'm sure you run into it, takes it for a while, like, you, like the example you just said, uh, but there, there seems to be a really strong connection between uh, humans and uh, the spirits of their pets.
3: Animals don't have the same kind of barriers for language that we do. You know, when you look at your dog, you sometimes will know. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, I've seen an empty dish in my head when I look at my dog. Like, it just <laughs> flashes in my mind. Or, I, I don't know, I get a sense. It's just a different kind of communication. It's, like, telepathic or just, like, empathic. Mm. So, without all of the nuances and subtleties of words, it's so much easier to get a, to get a connection going with an animal. It just that's the way they communicate naturally, and we're animals,
1: you know. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I I don't have that connection with my cat. My cat is very vocal. She just tells me when she wants something, whether it's for <laughs> me to go to bed or to be fed or to have a treat. Uh, she just tells me, like every freaking other woman I know, just tells me. <laughs>
2: What? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Cats
1: are special. <laughs> mm.
2: I I remember after our our first dog that we had, Rocky, um, from a puppy. You know, when when we were in our new house and everything. And after he passed, uh, I was sitting downstairs at my desk and on my computer. And I sw- he used to often lay underneath the desk uh, or walk underneath the desk, and he would poke me with his nose. I swear, after he passed, I felt him nudge me one day, not too long after. And like you automatically reach down, you know, yeah. to pat and dog, because they do that. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> he's not here. That was. But he is. Hmm?
3: But they are, you know, their their energy lingers sometimes too.
2: Yeah, like yeah. where was, they
3: where their favorite spots are.
2: Yeah, it's very unexpected because I'm not really open to that stuff. I and at least I feel like and uh, so that was a big that was a big like wow for me. <laughs> it's
1: like you, even Lou, Lou on the. Uh, um, from the morning show, uh, Lou Blasi, uh he had a dog that died. And uh, we were talking about the, uh, what's that ghost app uh, that's on the thing? Oh, I can't think of it. What's Ghost Radar? And oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. so he went He went and downloaded it on, on his, his phone. And the, as soon as he turned it on, he got uh, uh, this... Message. This word came out, and I, I, I can't. I'm trying to think of the word. It was something like, uh, herder or something. Herd, H-E-R-D, and mm-hmm. he immediately connected it to his dog that it had passed. Mm-hmm. And I says, "How did that come up?" And he says, "Well, she was a I, I forget which breed it was. Like I said, I don't know my breeds of dogs very well." And uh, he says, "And they were uh, herders. They were sheep herders." So I knew it was for my dog. It's like, wow. wow! So that that one particular thing, whatever it was, it would make absolutely no sense to me, you or or, or Nicole or Andrea or anyone else. And uh, <laughs> but yet, to Lou, it was right on a button.
2: Crystal, clear. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I mean, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, even the animal. I mean, I had a cat for eighteen years. And uh, he was the best cat in the world. I mean, he would wait for me when I came home. And he'd wait for me when I took my shower and come out. He was he was the most loving cat in, in the world. And uh, he he finally died, and uh, I cried like a baby for two days. Yeah. But and he, I cried more than, my, than when my mother, parent mother or father died. But anyway, at night, uh, I would feel the sensation on the on the bed. I would feel like the cat jump up and then walk across the bed. Now, he used to do that. Uh, And that continued until I got another cat, and then it never happened again. But I swear it was that cat. I mean, it was the same feeling that I had. And, and, you know, it's it's so funny how we, we do connect to these animals, especially. I think we do connect to them more than humans in reality. Mm-hmm.
3: They're just easier. <laughs> they don't judge you. Well, your cat might have judged you. I don't know.
1: Uh, God, <laughs> I me. Oh, my God. She won't never leave me alone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, a- even
1: when
3: um, Jackie came to my house to give a reading and she said my dog was running around there. And I was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. And the, the dog had passed away when I was like 15 and I was in my 20s at the time. I almost didn't think about it. Hmm. so they can't they hang around they love us mm-hmm. uh,
1: well, so well. but we never know of it do we ever i mean we we i i the last show for instance we had uh, somebody from the memphis ghost investigations and in spirit rescue on and they would do is rescue spirits but do you know of anyone that rescues animal spirits or do they need rescuing
3: Oh, I think they're smarter than us. I don't think they can leave right
1: <laughs>
3: <here>. <laughs> You know, you never hear of a dog that's like, I just can't leave because, you know, my favorite toy is under the couch, mm. you know, and I can't leave here without it. Like, it, it, people are stupid like that, not animals. Animals actually, they kind of have it together. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I have moved on a spirit before who was stuck because they were, you know, they didn't realize that they were past. And that does happen. There can be what, what, some confusion. What was that?
1: you, you cut out on us again. You just said something that was really oh. intriguing. They didn't know they were past. Go ahead. Yeah,
3: the the so- man that was it was actually down here. Me and my mm-hmm. buddy Chris Balzano, who you might remember. Oh, ah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's down here now. So he was in Bridgewater up there. Um but, yeah, he, he had a friend, and he was like, you want to come with me because she thinks she's got something going on. Somebody in her spare bedroom, whenever she has a guest in her spare bedroom, the, the covers are being taken off of them, and they don't know why. They don't know what's going on. Ooh. And I'm like, ooh, this sounds like fun. I don't have anything to do. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you can always count on me for a weird adventure. So um, we went up there, and they were really nice. And, uh you know, he had his camera and stuff, sort of. It was like a mini investigation. But it was really clear to me right away exactly what was going on. It was, there was a man there um, who had lived in the house and had passed on. But he was taking care of his, his wife, who was sick, before he had passed on. Mm-hmm. And she was in that, That's her. that was her bedroom. And the woman that was in there looked like her. It was my friend's mother-in-law, who was staying with them for, like, I don't know, a vacation, and um, he was in there looking for her, and he was confused. Why, when he would pull the covers down and realize it wasn't her, he was confused, and he would pace in the hallway. So oh, wow. um, we kind of, I don't know, we figured it all out that night, and we helped him move on. And it, they've had nothing, nothing strange since then. But people get lost, not animals. I've never seen an animal that's, like,
1: stuck. So this is this is the thing that always it's probably a sore point of me. When you said you help them move on, how do you mm-hmm. help them move on? You say, "Oh, there's the light." Mm-hmm. Go to it. <laughs>
3: kind of sort. Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, like acknowledging them because everyone's walking around them and they don't they see them, but nobody sees the spirit. So mm-hmm. just to have some somebody actually acknowledge them and say, "Hey, you see me? Oh, good. What what's going on?" is like a big relief for them. And then for the way that I pass People on is I sort of do an opening to what using my guide people in the spirit world, and I I call on their people to come get them because everyone's got people waiting for them, you know. Mm -hmm. But we can choose not to go. That's kind of part of our free will.
1: They keep throwing me back. (laughs) I'm just saying. What did you do? I'm just saying they don't want me. I've tried a couple times. It just doesn't work. I'm like, you know, with fish in the water, they take it. Oh, it's too small. Throw it back. It's not a good one. Throw it back. It's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you're not finished yet. Go back. Evidently, something. Anyways, I'm getting to get a complex now.
3: <laughs> oh, poor thing. You need to do some meditating.
1: <laughs> you know what? That's another thing I'm trying you I'm, glad have any ma- of that? Ma- I'm sorry?
3: Do you do any of that? Do you have any practices?
1: Do I have practices?
3: Yeah, I mean, no, like besides a, dosing yourself in ex- holy
1: water, you know? I don't practice anything. I'm good at everything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Should expect it Yeah, that okay.
1: One. I do not meditate, nor could I meditate. I have a hard time praying, never mind meditating. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I have a very active brain and uh, a very short Attention, as you know, if you watch the morning show. Uh, uh-huh. So, <laughs> I have tried so many times, and uh, no, it's not a good thing. I, but the interesting thing you you talk about meditation, you talk about uh, other modalities like yoga and stuff like that, and uh, it, it's interesting. But at that time, there are people, the investigations that I've done that, and people I've talked to that when they do that, they actually. Uh, have experiences in, in the paranormal because uh, of their state of mind. Um, have you yeah. run into that at all? I heard that.
3: Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It does open people up.
1: Mm. That's it's That's part of what I do when
3: I try to help them with their, their own gifts, get them on that track where they're listening instead of always, da, 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 you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult to. Uh, for me, anyways, to meditate or whatever. I totally understand it. I can zone out, which is another thing, but that's, mm-hmm. I just go mm-hmm. somewhere else. Uh, but anyways, that's the bell. We've got to wrap it up. Uh, if you do have spirit problems, you can always use Van Helsing's special spray, available through Circles of Wisdom. And where is that? Positively Brilliant Candles on Estee, uh, Leslie Vanden's wonderful thing. So there you go. Our guest today has been Nicole D'Andrea. <laughs>
2: Nicole D'Andrea.
1: D'Andrea. Right. And Woo, she's got it. Her in spirit, whoever she is. <laughs> so, Nicole, thank you so much uh, for joining us. And, and if someone wants to get in connected to you with you or, or get in touch with you, how could they do that? Well, I'm on Facebook under Confessions of a Spirit Messenger. Uh-oh.
3: Or come to the Curious
1: Cauldron. <laughs> wait a minute. Did you get any of that in? No. No. She no. cut
2: Confessions. out.
1: Confessions. <laughs> I said
3: Nicole, Confessions of a Spirit Messenger. Nicole, the most important thing you cut
1: right out of. Go ahead. Try it again. How come you didn't said touch
3: you? Can, you can find me on Confessions of a Spirit Messenger, mm-hmm. both on Facebook and my .com. And are you still there? Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At the Curious Cauldron. You can always go in there and ask if you wanted to have a reading with me, but Maria is amazing, so I highly recommend her, and it is her shop. So that's a great place to get some wisdom.
2: Awesome.
1: All right. Thank you, uh, Nicole, and uh, you have a safe uh, night and a good night. And uh, thank you for joining us today.
2: Yes, thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. All right.
1: Today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts. And the Gallant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street in North Andover, Massachusetts. Uh, if you go to Circles, by the way, Marion and I are doing a class on Fifty Shades of Dowsing. Uh, it's an online workshop. You can do it anywhere in the country. So that's coming up the third Tuesday of the month. So anything else? I can't see if the time thing, are we good or bad? Uh, we're in tunes. <laughs> oh, good night. God bless everyone.
2: Good night. Thanks for listening, everybody.